That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on. In the nerdy world, I am CJ Mellon, and I'm not sick this week, and I'm joined by Brian Thornton, who is also not sick this week, and Joshua Burns, who was never sick to begin with. What up? I'm sick. Sick of your bullshit. Wow. Wow. That's how you want to start this off? Yeah, man. Hurts my heart. Don't care. That's it? Okay. You really want to leave that in the show? I mean, have I ever said anything that I didn't mean to stay in the show? Yes, many times. You even send me messages. Oh, please cut that out. That doesn't stay in the show. Oh, okay. Suck it then. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, we have uh, quite a few topics today, but we are recording on Valentine's Day. And uh, being as such, we like to go back and maybe see our lives. So shorter episode uh, this week, just focusing on the, the big stories going on in the nerdy world. And let's first turn our attention to the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But most of all, is it affecting Brian this week? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk! It's probably not. Aw, that's a, a sad thing to say. We got some camera testing, some little footage, little, little tidbits, little sneaks of uh, the Batman and Robert Pattinson's uh, costume. And uh, it was a weird video. It's a camera test footage, whatever, but people are still gleaming what they, what they gleam from it. Uh, any thoughts or impressions after uh, seeing what you guys have seen? The bat suit. I've seen nothing. You've I seen saw a bat thing? symbol and a chin. Yeah, that's very, that's very chin and very red. And I'm glad for the people who colorized this or put things in black and white uh, to make this easier to see. It looks like they fucked up the cowl. I don't think that's final production cowl. It looks like like a mock cowl and the, the, the chest is the like main he, part like of he's it. He's wearing a cape. Mm. It does look like he. Well, he yeah. was. Ba- no. Batman. Does, Batman. Where is he? Part no, of the cow. No, he doesn't. It's part of the cow. I guess you're right. Well, I guess not a new Batman, right? And like Batman Begins and everything, he gets a helmet, and it's not really a cowl. Why the? Why all the red? Why the red? I I, I think that's just artsy bullshit. No, I'll, I'll be honest. And and it's harder to see detail, so it makes people do exactly what we're doing, like pour over. Like I'd the, rather the with the black and whites that I see here. Yes, the black and whites are much nicer. Far nicer. Yes, and it'll let you see things. Part of the part of the things that you you can see, uh, Josh, and you're you're a Batman fan, so you can probably shed some light on this. There's obviously a theory, of course, from like nine seconds of footage pops up, and it's surrounding uh, Joe Chill, uh, who, if you don't know, was the uh, guy who murdered uh, the Waynes, and the chest the chest logo there of the Batman logo looks like two guns. Uh, apparently, this is a callback to a Kevin Smith uh, storyline uh, done by Jim Lee, where he uh, finds the guns, uh, melts them down, and wears them as part of his armor uh, on his bat suit. Uh, they wanted to make him look like he was wearing the tumbler. <laughs> yeah, no, you're totally right. It's, it's very like angular mis- and and multi level, like and that, and then the rivets. Why are the rivets? Well, that just, that would be the 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 no, gun. Man, no man, no, 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 no. Like this is this looks like it was cheaply put together. He, you would never have. It would be seamless. You know what I mean? Oh this right, is, right. He didn't put the epoxy on top of it yet to like ease it out. Just, it's just 
like his chest. It, I mean, I'm waiting for him to pull that out and throw it. At oh, that would be cool. It, like I'm waiting for that to be, or maybe like instead of a utility belt thing, he he's got folds some stuff it like and it's a grappling tool. Right, right, exactly. You know yeah, what I yeah. mean? Like whatever. But the like the this can't. I don't know this this this. There would never be these rivets and like loose materials. I agree with you on that. Not one. again. It looks like they wanted him to wear the tumble. <laughs> it's not. I'm not. I'm not. So, Brian, what do you think, though, about the whole uh, Joe Chill uh, kind of connection that people are making based off these photos? And again, this is just like nine seconds of footage. And now everyone's got their their theory on it. But I'm just curious if you think that's an interesting take or it, are, are people just looking for anything at this? point? I, I don't. I, I think it's a screen test for a costume that mm-hmm. has had many iterations and reading anything further into it is ridiculous well i mean to be fair the uh, you need to get that phrase out of your lexicon it is and then it just came back in for no reason the uh joker test footage that we saw last time from dc actually was what we saw on the screen uh so i mean like it's not unfounded that we would see this stuff in the movie so just what Joker test footage are you related to? They did the, the camera, f- the camera footage from the Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, and they they showed the makeup and they they cut in with different stuff, and that's what he looked like in the movie. That was exactly what it looked like. So Josh right. is saying, I, I don't, I don't I hope doubt this costume any, doesn't look like the Tumblr. I don't doubt any. There's no doubt in my mind that that's going to be what he looks like in the movie. Oh, even but, like the cowl. Yeah, just. No, I'm sure it will be. Just don't let that inform what you think the story is going to be. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Nobody's talking about the story. No one's talking about the story. Okay. We're talking about the suit, which was what we're looking at. Well, yeah, it's clearly inspired by that story. I mean, it's also probably inspired by year one. That was the question. That was the question. That's what I asked. There's like 16,000 versions of this costume. I mean, they just picked whichever one they liked. I, I don't. Right. Don't, I don't you think why everybody- is it a nice take? Is it a cool take? Is it an interesting take to see the 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 callback or the the fact that he's using the guns I killed his parents as the armor on his see? On but his- that you keep saying that, and I don't know if that is even going to be in the movie. That is a comic book story. Like, there's there's who cares? It's a costume. It looked fine. You can't screw up this costume unless you put nipples on it. So honestly. Well, Josh was commenting on the the cowl and the cape look 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 really odd, and not necessarily. Like, I only that's, saw a chin. I didn't see much of the cowl. Well, there's a whole bunch of screenshots. I, in I the know, show notes. but it doesn't look like one piece. It looks like a separate cape, which is not. It looks like it looks like a Superman cape. That's that's year one though. Like, it's not one piece. But I mean, even Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises wasn't one piece. That's what I said. Yeah. Like, it's probably so that they can have a guy who turns his head <laughs> instead of turns his entire upper body. All right. So we're going from a, a, a hey, let's not read too into it. It's just some freaking photos. Uh, Batman story. Let's go to one that, that kind of matters. And that is an official Batman restaurant is opening up this year. And uh, I think we're uh, going to London, going to London. Everyone's going to London. Yeah, I think we're going to go to no, London. No, I'm just really hoping that it comes here. Oh man! And then I'll just stay here. But we can we can go to London and we'll call it. We're doing it for the show. Are you going to expense that? I don't know what how we expense it. We don't have any money. Well, and once you figure that out, then I'll go to London. Okay, Josh. We had talked about making a pilgrimage to uh, Pandorica, right? To go to a Doctor Who themed restaurant. Have I we? Know you, 
you actually made the the trek once before. Yeah. Yes, we have very early when we first talked about it. Uh, no, no, so, no, no, no. I, we've talked about it. Have we ever gone? No, Josh has though. Yeah, that's my point. You think we're all going to go to London? I think let's go big for Pandora's it. in freaking Jersey, New York, two hours away. Uh, we're not going to London. But this is a good reason to go to London. We go to the Iceberg Lounge, right? The Penguin's got his little thing going on there. I think this looks great. Josh, I, I, but being that you have been to a themed restaurant before, that was something in our fandom, does this entice you at all? Do you hope that the, a U.S. version of this opens up at all? I mean, it's it looks cool. I, you know, I got to tell you, like, I don't, I don't mind paying like for a like a, a fixed price menu type you know right tasting um but 155 a person is That's... not like this better be a, a pretty a pretty solid uh restaurant experience well josh they're calling it a multi-sensory tasting menu <laughs> yeah so probably Sorry. not yeah i'll i'll get like, I'll, I'll gimmick no and no here's substance. here's why it's, Go ahead, please. It's an eighteen thousand square foot, three hundred thirty seat venue. Mm-hmm. Generally, when you see uh, a tasting menu at one hundred fifty five plus per person, you're talking about a twelve to twenty seat <laughs> establishment where right. everything is like super controlled. There's not a giant line, you know, expediting food to three hundred people. You're, you're, it's, it's the chef is in control of of finishing touches on everything and he's feeding you know a, a small dining room of diners all at the same time right this is uh, nope this is like the best possible like scenario you can get is like a rock not, not not probably gonna happen so uh probably uh not uh, not worth a dollar i'm not worth the not worth the money to, to actually they're, get and, and do they're that. they're like touting some names that are affiliated right but like these are people who are somehow affiliated, like a restaurant group that has some big names in it. But that doesn't mean that, that big name is going to be there. That they're giving their big names to Warner Brothers for a right. 330 seat <laughs> kitchen, right? Restaurant, whatever. I don't know. I go on the fifth night. Like, can I see the, the famous chef, please? No, but that guy looks like the penguin. Here, have a mozzarella stick. Right. That's that's yeah. what you're. That's that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, I was excited. Up. What would you say? Said sign me up. Sign you up, really? Sure, why not? Guy who looks like the penguin. I'm in. <laughs> well, well, we know what you makes don't Brian see that every now. day. I, 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 I guess so. Is is he like? Never mind. I'm not gonna. I'm just gonna. Let, I'm gonna end on that one. That's that's how that is. Okay. We'll go if someone dresses up as the penguin. Uh, well, then let's uh, turn our attention away from comics now and maybe just focus on the smaller screen or the bigger screen. Ah, let's focus on all of them. In a segment that we call Screen to Stream, uh, we got a trailer for Stranger Things 4 because they don't have seasons, guys. It's just the fourth installment. Uh, a lovely little teaser kind of dropped down, just confirming one of the spoiler alerts. Spoiler alert. Hopper is still alive, which like, you know, doy. But he is in Mother Russia. They were killing off Sheriff Thompson. But he is in Mother Russia, and I must say, I once uh, did hit the... Uh, He's in a work camp. Like, how, how do you get into a work camp? Uh, he was teleported there. Who knows? In Mother Russia, work camp you. You know? You kind of show up, and this is what happens. Work camps you? Yep, work camps you. I don't know. Let it happen. 
I feel like I made a bet with someone that Hopper was dead. Oh, did you really? And now I'm really worried about... Well, that was foolish. That would be like saying that there's no way that they're going to make a Wreck-It Ralph 2. See, I don't think I was stupid enough to slap bet, but I know I'm pretty sure I bet someone. Why would you bet someone that he's gone? Depends on the wager. If it was, you know, I, I had, I had, I had reasons. If it was like, what, if it was a toss-off wager, who cares? Well, I would like to hear what was the what was the wager? What was the? I don't remember the wager. Doesn't sound now, like he what, knows. what would compel this, you? He's this gonna get why... the shit slapped out of him. Be <laughs> like, you slap at me. This is why I'm full of dread because I don't know what I bet, and now I'm worried someone's going to collect. <laughs> I don't even know who I bet. Uh, someone's. I'm gonna just collect. worried about the text message I'm gonna get. <laughs> Wait, I bet my Spider-Man mug. <laughs> Why would I do that? I bet my supply of peppermint tea. No. <laughs> don't knock that. That that helped bring me back to life. Oh, that what did it. it? It sounded. It sounded disgusting. Okay. Uh, here's my question, though. I mean, we're... we're if, Let me just ask the only question that needs to be asked. Oh, please, yes. Is anyone not watching this? No, I think everyone's watching this. Well, okay. Next. All right, well then, thank you. This was a trailer that has been kind of uh, getting some buzz on the internet, uh, and I'm not sure what to make of it. Uh, it is a trailer for the movie called The Green Knight, which is uh, produced by A24, which is on a little bit of a, of a tear right now. Uh, and it follows the story of one of King Arthur's uh, knights who is on a quest to fight the quote-unquote Green Knight uh, and comes across uh, well, some really scary and weird, mysterious things. Uh, but the character uh, that, excuse me, the main character that Death Patel is playing is supposed to be King Arthur's uh, nephew, if I remember correctly, uh, who's kind of going out to find some bravery. Josh, what did you think about this trailer? Love Dev Patel. Um, mm-hmm. The story is, uh, it looks it looks dark. It looks pretty cool. Um, I'm I'm interested. Obviously, when you're talking about like an Arthurian type quest, there's there's going to be a lot of sort of wizardry fuckery sort of right. I mean, even the twine there, the Green Knight at the end isn't like a a, a human. It's a looks like a gigantic a tree. tree. Yeah, he's a giant. Got like a, he's Groot with a sword with a big fucking axe. It's it looked it looked gigantic. Yeah. Brian, what what did you think? It looks good. A24 is becoming a more legit studio. I'm in. Uh, have you seen Uncut Gems? Not yet. Oh, it was good. Yeah, That's... I heard. I'm planning on, on seeing it. But and that kind of brings other than me... that, I have no experience with Dev Patel. So um... Oh, really? Dev Patel, the hundred foot journey. Come on. I mean Slumdog Millionaire. You saw him in Slumdog oh, Millionaire. I did not see Slumdog Millionaire. You didn't see Slum... I, I'm not saying that it's like the best movie ever. I'm just I thought everyone had kind of seen it. I know him from like no, I know of it and what it's about, but I've never seen the it. The newsroom and, and Lion. Dev Patel does really good movies and he picks the outside projects. That, that make him really nice. But I, I'm curious about something you just said there, uh, Brian, because I, I kind of agree with you, and I kind of think that's like the larger topic of, of this as well. Uh, A24 is a studio that takes some big swings, but they do it again, everything with a small budget, so it's not a, a huge risk. Uh, they're responsible for Ex Machina, Moonlight, uh, Uncut Gems. Uh, what do we kind of think of them now kind of becoming a little bit, just as you said, Brian, a little more mainstream and stuff like that? Do you think people are going to Buy into these movies more. They continue putting out stuff like Hereditary and Midsommar and Uncut Gems. Yeah, yeah, but they also did things like you know The Farewell and you know High Life and Under the Skin. So I mean, like every studio's got its. They've crack. got the Lobster. By the way, if you haven't seen the Lobster, don't. 
A lot of people really enjoyed the lobster. Yes, it it was a it was a it was a fine movie, but it, like A twenty four has a thing. Like if you don't like A twenty four movies, I don't know if they're like you can just be like, oh yeah, you're fine. Like if you hate them, I think you just stay away from the whole studio. I'm not sure if there's something that can really win you over. I mean, Tusk, Tusk was an A twenty four movie. Okay, well, I'm I mean fine that's with a, that. that's a weird. Well, of course you are, but that's it's a it. weird film. But I, I mean, I I'll say it's one of my favorite films, but I, I enjoy it. I mean, we uh we even talked about. Uh, some other, I mean, we've seen other Keen Arthur movies, and, and Josh, you, you brought up the Arthurian tale, always has some some weird stuff. So, what do you kind of think, uh, kind of about A twenty four and and their movies? I know you were a fan of Moonlight, love Moonlight, love Uncut Gems. I didn't. There's a lot of them I didn't see, right? Because it's it's sort of you know it's an artsy type whatever. Um, you know, it's fine as long as they keep putting out good shit. I'm gonna watch what they put out, but like. I'm not there for all the artsy stuff. People are freaking out about this Robert Pattinson. The Lighthouse? The Lighthouse. Yeah, that's a really artsy f- movie. Yeah, that's not for you, Josh. <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. Not for me, but like, right. p- people are freaking out about it. Yeah, it's a, I, I haven't watched it yet. It is on my watch list, and 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 I I mean, I want to. I like Willem Dafoe, but I also, like, I heard things about the movie. I, I don't know. I don't want to make of it. I watched The Lobster. It's a weird fucking movie, and if The Lighthouse is anything kind of like the lobster and the way I felt when I was watching it. I, I don't know if I go back to that well again. Uh, Let's see. Rob, this, I mean, this, this a 24 loves Robert Pattinson. Apparently. Oh yes, they do. His good time as well. Mm-hmm. He just, he, they're just like, you want to make a movie? We got you, buddy. Come on down. We'll produce it. And that euphoria, um, that show is getting really good reviews as well. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch it because Zendaya, I don't care. Oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I saw the first episode. I wasn't impressed. That was the SDA one on HBO, correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's the same but, thing too with the Eighth Grade. Eighth Grade was a pretty big movie. Bo Burnham and wrote it, directed it. I, you know, I've heard that was that was a good movie too. But for for everyone, you have a Swiss Army Man. So yeah, I, I mean don't to know, be man, honest, hit or hit or miss, right? Yeah. Listen, to be honest, you need a studio like this to exist in a world where Disney now owns Fox. You need a, a, a studio who's going to put out the outliers. I guess you're right. I guess this is like the new spotlight, right? This is like the new, hey, here's a small bu- a small budget. Here's a good movie. Just here, go, 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 go do your thing. I know I'm right. That's why I said it. Thanks for being modest about it. Really, really appreciate the attitude there, buddy. No problem. Uh, I'm looking back through here like, is there anything else that I really like? No. Spectacular Now. That was a really good movie. I like this Spectacular Now. That had a... Miles Teller in it and uh, Cheyenne Woodley and I, I think they're fantastic actors. They're doing the Macbeth movie. Uh, yes, Denzel Washington I think is supposed to be in that one. Yeah, Brendan Gleeson, Francis McDormand. Yeah, uh, directed by Joel Cohen. Oh, ooh, ooh! I didn't know that. I just knew Denzel Washington was doing the Macbeth movie. He is, but it's directed by Joel Cohen. Joel Cohen. It's interesting. So A24, man, I, I think they're they're kind of just like you said, Brian, I think they are a studio that has to exist. And I think uh, I think they provide a, a pretty, pretty nice service. So I am interested in in seeing Green Knight. I, I think it looks like a, a pretty cool story. And outside of the normal King Arthur bullcrap that we've seen regurgitated time and time again. So I mean, count me in. Brian, you have thrown this one into the show notes, and uh, I, I, a lot of people I don't think know the whole story for this, so I'm hoping you can fill me in. Uh, Rick Moranis is officially back for a reboot of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. So uh, w- tell me what's what's going on here. Are his kids grown up now? 
Like Rick Moranis' actual kids? Dude, I, I just kids? threw it in because of the headline. I didn't actually read this. Oh. Well, like, I mean, he, he, he retired from acting to take care of his kids after his wife died, right? Yes. So, like, are his kids grown up? Are they out of the house? Is he... Or are they are they just at the age where they don't care what he does? <laughs> I don't think they, they that anybody's really gone into it. It's just Disney came out and said that Moranis has just closed a deal to co-star alongside Josh Gad in a ah. uh, who's going to be playing his son in Shrunk. I'm, and didn't fine. we like just talk about Honey I Shrunk the Kids like like last week somewhere? It was yeah, it was like Brian's argument against something that I was saying. <laughs> I don't remember what. <laughs> okay. Now that sounds about right. Um, but and and I'm you know, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids was cool. Um, I'm more interested in in Rick Moranis coming back to act. Like, who doesn't like Rick Moranis? He's yeah. I remember watching him in Little Shop and just being blown away with. Oh, it, it was that was so good. He did such Little a Shop great was so job. So good. Suddenly Seymour. So what was the last movie that he was in though? Like, what was the 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 movie? Honey, we shrunk ourselves. Was it really one of the shrunk movies? That no, was it can't be. It's like Little Giants. Or- I'll look them up. No, Honey, We Shrunk Ourselves is after Little Giants. Really? Yeah. Okay, so last movie he was in in was Honey, We Shrunk, shrunk yeah, Ourselves. You're, yeah, you're look right. at that. In 1997. Big bully. Good job. See, okay, that was straight to video, though. Um, Probably. Maybe. Big bully. Dis- Dis- Disney sequel. Probably straight to video. All right, so it's nice to see. And, and I mean, but how do you feel about the the actual franchise then of Honey I Shrunk the? Is that is that something that still works? Is that something that's still good? Is that something that we what? Josh Gad's funny, and 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 if uh, Rick Moranis is back, then there's a chance we get another Spaceballs. Mel Brooks has to say yes to that one, doesn't he? Why wouldn't Mel Brooks say yes? I, I don't know. The merchandising, <laughs> but he's not allowed to do merchandising for Spaceballs. That was the agreement. That's the why merchandise. Were, that's why there was all the merchandise, but you couldn't actually buy the merchandise. I know. That's why it was funny. All right, Brian, do you care at all about the micro machines thing? Our uh, our final uh, topic to today actually kind of comes into something you said to to me, Brian. Uh, you said, uh, "Hey, where's the the toys that made us about pogs?" Because oh, yeah, I'm interested that. in that story. You didn't respond to that. I was very. Upset. I didn't. I was saving it for now. Uh, I don't know, man. That's a great question. We're, we're like, were you in? Well, we already established that you were a Pogs champion, and we we probably should not mess with you with the Pogs. I mean, I still have mine, so yeah. You still have Pogs. I still have my old Pogs. Yeah. So messed up. Well, if we're gonna talk about toys though from the eighties and nineties, let's uh let's talk about this. Micro machines are coming back from the dead. They're just got they're they're re releasing micro machines out of all things to come back. Didn't Hot Wheels win enough? Can't you just let them just die in peace? I really like this. I like this because uh, it's it's comeuppance. It's for, <laughs> why is yeah, it comeuppance? Here's why. It's all the people that had micro machines when they were kids right. are now going to get to step on them in the dark <laughs> because their kids have left them on the floor. Oh, God. It's comeuppance. I didn't have micro machines. Uh, it was it's probably a little uh, in that sort of age range, but I was probably a little too old for that. Um, this is unacceptable unless they bring back the guy who does the really oh fast the voice. Talk. Oh yeah, you need to talk really fast. You like, could just get quick. the Jimmy Johns guy to do that. To oh, whatever. I just I, I need to have that that fast talking commercial. It's so good. I fine print guy about that. Yes, the fine you know, print guy. The the they have the micro machines for Vance ad 
in this in this article. Yes, because they're re-releasing so, that. I, well, so you should probably do you get the guy's voice at the end of it. Oh, let's see. No, it seems like a really nope. generic nineties different guy. So this the super van city is a is a a huge van that then unfolds into a city. It unfurls unfurls into a, a city that you play with with your tiny micro machines. But there, it looks like the new super van city, badass, real badass. Like like B A Baracus would proud to drive this. oh yeah it looks like like Ryan, a, have you seen this the new the new super van city micro machine thing the owner of that van is chugging red bull right you would have you would have the little uh the woman silhouette like on the the rear the rear back of the the bumper somewhere no this would have the two dangly balls oh it definitely would the dangly balls you're you're right but yeah but be oh yeah that's uh yeah that's something <laughs> that's <laughs> That you want know is that commentary that I uh, I they don't for. call him the best color man Ooh, in the business yeah. for nothing, folks. You got it, guys. She's a she's a beaut. <laughs> she's a beaut, Clark. It's gonna be fifty dollars when it comes out this year. That's ridiculous. No, that is, oh, 50 bucks. I'll buy that. Really? Why not? I because then you're gonna step on micro machines. So I think I just spent. I did. I spent a hundred fifty bucks to get a doggy DNA slash <laughs> Wait, health really? kit. You did a 23 and me for your dog? Yeah, I want to know like a, you know, what Why? I want to know like what it what his mix is and then I want to know if he's like based on his, you know, is he predisposed to any any sort of health issues that I can maybe head off by diet or you know whatever. Like I I care about my dog, god damn it. All right. So if I can spend can, 150 on that, I can definitely spend 50. Can I on this. can I read real quick back to this micro machines thing? I just want to read the the comment that I just came across for this. Which was great. <clears throat> I went searching around for a picture of the set closed up. Unfortunately, I couldn't find one. I did, however, come across a website called Toy Insider and chuckled to myself, well, that can't be a safer work website. Oh, well, <laughs> Internet, sometimes words, you deliver. This, that, was, that was good. Uh, so thank you, Internet. Uh, Brian, were, I mean, were you a micro machine? Uh, you are a collectible guy. But, I, mean, the, wait, the I was not a micro machines guy. The uh, top okay. reply to that comment was the red van at the top part. What the playset looks like. It's folded up. Genius. <laughs> oh, uh, right. Duh. Just let the top comment be the top comment. Just let it go. That guy's ruining everything. He's the CJ of uh, Internet comments. Uh, no one is the CJ of anything. You're your own thing. That's a compliment, dude. Uh, oh, okay. It sounded like a backhanded compliment. Uh, you take it how you will. <laughs> okay, all right. So, none of us were micro machine people. Is that what I'm gathering? We weren't. I, no, I was more Matchbox. Okay, I was a Hot Wheels guy. I, I yeah, I Hot had Wheels Hot Wheels. Matchbox. Oh no, no, no! For me, I was like, I don't want those Matchbox cars. I want the Hot Wheels. I fell, I fell into the marketing as a child. Matchbox was his own brand. Matchbox were the collectible. Yeah, I didn't want that. I wanted Hot Wheels. I wanted the right. ones that He wanted fun. the cars that were like shaped like a dragon. Because right. they were oh. Hot Wheels. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were Hot Wheels. Well, let's relive our childhood from the 80s and 90s with Rick Moranis going ahead and doing Honey, I Shrunk the Whatevers. And we have Micro Machines back. All right, it's just called Shrunk. And we have Micro Machines coming back. Now let's get some Jolt Cola and live our lives. Well, that's all that we have for this week. I want to thank you, listeners, so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. If you haven't already, please go check out our Patreon. Not only do we have a retro review of Lost in Space, 
We are also releasing one for The Phantom, starring Billy Zane. Uh, let me tell you, that was a uh, interesting conversation between the three of us. A humdinger. I, I recommend you check it out. Uh, so thank you so much, and we will talk to you next week. Well, welcome to the club, because you are that kind of nerd. <clears throat> Ooh, um, why are you still listening? The, the show's over. I, I left everything funny in, in the show. I had nothing else funny at the end of the show to really add. So here we are. I, I, we've got nothing else. So, so go check out the Patreon. Go listen to the Phantom. It's really good. And, uh, you know, share the show with a friend. That's all I can ask. Thank you. Okay, bye.